Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across North America. Today, a good friend of mine, Logan Boyce, team leader of Montreal's Elite Real Estate Group, is with us, hailing from Montreal, Canada. How's it going, buddy? Logan, welcome. Always good to be here. You love, love to see it. You, you love to see it. You really do. Logan and I have known each other for maybe six or seven years, um, have a great history. He and I started working together as part of Elite Real Estate Systems. Um, how long ago, Logan? Four years ago, three years ago? Yeah, on and off for, yeah, four or five years, something like that. And yep. Logan actually came in as a group coaching client and was able to exit the day-to-day -day sales to run the team, uh, has done a phenomenal job following the millionaire real estate agent <clears throat> ideology, if you will, going seventh level, working less than five hours a week in your business to allow him to do a lot of other things, including um, director of growth for elite real estate system. So the focus of the call today and the Zoom um, Zoom chat slash podcast is to have a conversation around how to best prepare our agents and staff for the holidays. I feel like this time of year, everyone's like getting ready to just chill the next couple of months. A hundred percent. I think everyone's waiting for that like early to mid-December where they kind of get that built-in break. So it's it's like a crazy business we've decided to be in, but it's it's also awesome because at least where where in in Montreal everything is everything works around the July first moving date, and then there's no business. I'm sure it's the same everywhere, but there's not a ton of business to be had in kind of like mid December through mid to to late January. There's just not a lot going on. So I think everyone's like chomping at the bit for a break. But what I'm telling people is quite the opposite. It's everybody else is looking for a break. How are you planning and how are you ready to scale when when that 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 Grand Prix flag starts flying mm. in uh, in January, February? Yeah, 100 percent. I think a lot of agents that are out there on the ground and they say, hey, I want to take a break. I worked super hard and I deserve it. I don't know. If a lot of people are saying it that way. Everyone's working harder than they've ever worked. But in 2023, Absolutely. their results aren't as good as what they've been able to enjoy the last two to three years. Things are harder for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I do think everyone's going to want the break, even if they can't afford the the break. And if you're a team leader listening or aspiring team leader of any vertical, you're sitting there going, okay, I own this team. Everyone's working harder than they've ever worked, making less money than they have made in the last three to five years. But I got to keep people focused and motivated because we know your success isn't directly tied to the activity you do today. It's tied to the activity you did six months ago. Absolutely. You, the work today with the work that you do today pays you in three to six. That's, that's the, that's the mantra going forward. And it's your, you hit it spot on. It's everyone's working twice as hard as they were last year to, to attain the same, or sometimes even a little bit worse or less results. And, uh, and all that means is you got to be finding better and more ways of, of, of uncovering more motivated clients. And so, yes, it's all good. You need a break. That's, that's awesome. But what are you going to do to make that break count? So you're not just sitting around on the couch. You're you're making that 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 break time that you have extremely purposeful, so that you can get back to work and feel refreshed, not like oh, I'm just repeating the same thing. You know, I love that. I think one of the things that everyone is really struggling with right now, a lot of agents haven't seen this before, and having age and history and wisdom is really just simply having perspective. And so anyone that was in the business in 2006, 2007, 2008, that's where I think we are today. I was actually in the business then. Um, it's funny to say then as if it was so long ago. It doesn't, still doesn't feel very long ago, but it was. And so yeah. what happens is you go, uh, there's a shift every 10 to 15 years. Read Gary's book called Shift. 
if you haven't read that book before. But ultimately, every 10 years, uh, the market goes up, then it goes down. It, mm -hmm. It's supply and demand. Uh, interest rates go up, interest rates go down. And the market, um, as far as buyer market to neutral to the seller, it usually will fluctuate up and down. And usually, it runs parallel to interest rates. Right now, we're in a really unique dichotomy in North America where interest rates are up, but it's still a seller's market. Yeah, it was so, crazy, actually. And during one of my group uh, coaching calls, uh, we did a, a just a fun little exercise. We were doing inventory time, like uh, what the months of inventory are for everybody's different markets. And it baffled me how so many people were still in from a from a numerical standpoint, they were still in technically sellers markets. Yep. Uh, but then when I when I did the audit for myself with my team uh, during that same uh, coaching call, it came up that we're in we're in balanced right on the cusp of buyer's market. So. I, I think it's because in Canada our 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 mortgage our mortgage uh, terms are crazy. Like we have five year ARMs. You guys are yeah. very scared of that still. So like all these people now that have locked in a rate, let's say two five years ago, whatever, they only signed up for five years. So yep. they locked in at like two, and now guess what? They're gonna have huh. to redo at like six and a half seven. Yeah. So everyone's freaking out. Well, as an yep. investor, I'm foaming at the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so are the banks. So the challenge is today um, in U.S. economy, especially people are used to these 30 year fixed loans are three percent. Now they're up. Um, agents are using this time to really reassess and re self-actualize. And I think that, you know, you look at a lot of really successful high earners. Usually they take two to three weeks off a year. A lot of time that's spent that time is spent towards the end of the year. Um, the fiscal year, call it mid-December, to read books, to self-actualize, to set goals for the following year. I don't think we can wait till the end of December. I think we should be doing that. When this podcast airs, it's time to start self-reflecting. If you don't have a solution for the next three months, you're done. Like you're out of the business. And so this is why ERS has been pushing so hard at helping team leaders across all verticals find additional streams of revenue. So let's talk about that for your team. Where are some areas that you guys have been able to shift to survive, not only survive, but thrive um, coming into 2024? So yeah, uh, being in Canada, it, it serves as a little bit of a different situation. We don't have the opportunities that you guys have in terms of the number of banks and things of that nature, but we were able to create strategic partnerships with uh, mortgage and and notary. And uh, so we don't have title companies. We have notaries kind of similar to like a lawyer type of thing. So we've, we've developed partnerships with all of that to make sure that our, we try and keep the cost down for lead generation. And so you guys train an entire month on that in, inside of ERS. And we do, we do that with our one-on-one -on -one clients as well as when I'm on a call with somebody to say, Oh, well, I don't know, 2000 bucks. It's a little much. And I'm like, dude, it's free. The first month I'm going to teach you how to get somebody else to pay it. Yep. Because it's all all of this stuff should be covered by all the ancillary benefits around the transaction. Because that client has to touch how many businesses? That client's got to touch mortgage. That cl that client's got to touch insurance. Because at least here in Canada, you're not allowed yep. to buy a property unless it's insured. Yep. Right? Title. So it has to, yep, you have to close on the property. Notary. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in our case, it's notary. And of course, the property is likely going to have to get it inspected. Yep. So you've got at least four people that that you need to be affiliating yourself with to be able to to weather the storm altogether. Yep. It's like you know if you if you're huddled together four people for warmth you'll probably survive, you know. But if you're just one guy you're gonna you're gonna freeze to death. I love the analogy. Of course, he's north of the northern border of the U.S., so he's gonna. And have I have to use a cold freezing. analogy. <laughs> cold. Watch for the polar bears. So 
Um, obviously in our group coaching, we teach about different ways to offset costs. And then this is the biggest thing is we're making less. A lot of teams and agents have ma are making less and that's okay. Just so everyone knows, like that's okay, but you, we need to have a plan. We need to make sure the agents are making more and that they're working smarter, not harder. And we need to be able to help project their income so that we can project our own. But I, I love that you brought up strategic partnerships because we talk about how you can have a vendor list, which is just a list on a website. Someone pays maybe a hundred bucks to be on your vendor list every month. You can have a strategic partnership, which it RESPA in the States, it used to be called an MSA. Now marketing service agreements have need to be called strategic partnerships. That's ultimately where you take any of these businesses, like you mentioned, mortgage, title insurance, property management, sorry, home inspection, home warranty. And you uh, allow that individual to pay for leads on your, on your CRM. And they don't give you money. They just give money to a third party entity to generate leads, but everybody shares in those leads. And that's worked really well for us. I know that works well for you. And one of the things that's unique about Canada, Logan, that you taught me is that you can legally go to a loan officer and say, hey, every loan you close from a referral I give you, I'm going to charge you X. In the yeah. States, we can't do that. Yeah. So it's actually baked in. At least it's really funny because that's actually Quebec only. And they oh, changed okay. it recently. It's, uh, But yeah, for a while, we were making a half point on every mortgage that we refer refer to any bank didn't matter it almost didn't matter which bank we were making a half point so we were making that on top of maybe some some strategic partnerships of them being in our office or whatever it is and you you make money that uh, that way as well but yeah it's it's pretty crazy yeah pretty crazy so in our world we can't legally tie the strategic partnership to leads we generate um, the promise is that we'll market them on the website and they'll be in our purchase agreement, listing agreement, listing presentation. We can invite them to team events, those sorts of things. There's no guarantee, just like a radio ad or a billboard. That's how I like mm -hmm. to liken it. We also yeah. don't receive any money. So these are just good reminders as everybody that's listening is strategizing around how they want to generate revenue um, primarily to be used or utilized for lead generation going into 2024. Uh, we've averaged as a company in Omaha, Nebraska, about a $10,000 a month contribution for all of our lead gen efforts. And we usually drive around two to 3,000 leads a month to our brokerage. And we take those leads and we give those to the agents that are willing to follow our lead conversion best strategies. How do you choose in your world where you want to generate the, where you want to generate the leads from, how much you want to spend and who's going to receive the leads? For me. I think it's for, well, I, I adopted everything that ERS taught me. So everything's just a carbon copy of what you guys did on Omaha's elite real estate group. We've got lead day. Uh, we call it boss days because we just follow up boss as a CRM. And so that, that's how we distribute the leads and how we calculate how much we want. We want from these marketing service agreements, these strategic partnerships is we try and we try and create an estimate for how much are they going to net working with us? So if they're going to make if they're going to net at like, so uh, our loan officers don't make anything like your guys's do. So a loan officer in Canada will make like 0.4 on a deal, maybe 0.6 if they're lucky and they upsell them on something or whatever. So when we're doing our calculations, we're saying, okay, if we're going to send them, you know, 3 million or $5 million every couple months for, uh, uh, for these deals or whatever, we, we, we calculate, okay, how do I get a quarter of that? Cause we believe that's fair. So similar to a referral fee. And that's how we come up with the structure of how much they're going to contribute. But what was really interesting was to learn from you, actually, to spin this right back on you for something I learned from you, hmm. was that it, when you have the mortgage person paying the lead source directly, those leads belong to that person. So when if I'm, if I'm generating, and I do, I generate Google or Facebook leads that are paid for by my loan officer, 
my my agents don't have a choice. They have to refer that mortgage person because that mortgage person is the person that technically owns those leads. He's the one that's bought and paid for them. Okay. And I would recommend anyone that is following any of this advice, you do check with your local laws, uh, make sure everything you're doing is compliant <laughs> with all the different governing bodies that oversee all the different verticals that are affected in all of this. So I think that um, as we prepare for 2024, obviously having a plan, which is what we just talked about, offsetting costs, which is what we just talked about. How do we keep people staying motivated? You know, typically I, I, October, yeah. November, December. You know, your commissions are kind of starting to dwindle. You need money for the holidays. You have Christmas presents that you're wanting to buy for your kids uh, or whatever. And it just kind of seems like a time where, you know, people don't have enough and it's stressful and it, holidays can be some of the most emotional time of the year. As a team leader, how do I correct real effect and change and, uh, surrounding motivation? I, I think you just got to double down on your culture. So I think this is a time where you take a look at, you know, what makes your team, your team, you know, why did these people join you in the first place? They joined you probably because they want to be just like you and they probably want to create a life very similar to the one that you've created. So you, you try and you try and motivate them by constantly showing them what's possible and making sure that they're given the same tools that, that you would, that you would give yourself in that opportunity, if that makes sense. So I wouldn't like, there's so many teams in my market now, and I wouldn't join any, any, any of them. If I was a brand new agent, I would join mine. And that's not just because it's mine and, you know, obviously whatever, but it's, it's, it just depends on, on what your culture is and what you're about. So for me, one of the things I tell people when I'm sitting down, when I'm interviewing them is, is you're going to find very, very quickly from me that I'm probably the least greedy person you've ever met in your entire life. I'd prefer to have a positive, honest, and productive team than one that's netting me $3 million a year. I would rather have that atmosphere within my office. So I think as a team leader, what are you doing to build the culture of your team during the holidays? How do you keep people motivated? You keep people engaged. How do you keep people engaged? You have that fun little Christmas party. You do a secret Santa thing. You keep people engaged and you keep them looking forward. You say, listen, now sucks. Now might suck. But I'm going to do my very best to make sure that in three, four months from now, your life rocks. So one of the things that I'm doing is I'm double down, doubling down on, on looking at my lead generation and looking for leading indicators and getting creative around that because we don't have the same advertising um, uh, laws and rules that you guys have. So on Facebook, for instance, we can't do anything except for look at people's interests. There's no like likely to move thing in Canada or any of that awesome stuff that you guys have. So we're so limited. So we have to get super, super creative. And uh, funny enough, I was listening to the, to the same, uh, the same, um, I don't remember if it was a speech or a podcast or whatever that you were talking about the other day, but people who are interested in diapers are likely going to be buying a property. And I found that so interesting because it's obviously diapers lead to child, child leads yep, to larger indicator. house needed. So looking at that and trying to trying to create fun, new creative ways of getting higher quality leads to be able to deliver those to your to your agents and having them be able to close them at a at a at a at a higher rate. Yep, makes sense. Um, agents want a roadmap and they want someone that they feel like has already been to war. They want to know that the activity they're doing isn't a waste of time. And to your point you made earlier in the call, and I made the same point, we know that the activities we're doing now are going to get us results three to six months down the road. 
And it is discouraging if you're a new agent and you tell them, you know, make your hundred calls, do X, Y, Z activity. And in six months from now, it's going to pay off. That's tough. That'd be like, mm -hmm. go to the gym for six months and then you might lose one pound or add one pound of muscle or whatever your goals are. And that'd be hard to not see those results come within a week or two weeks or a month. So um, I think it's imperative that we stay confident and motivated about what we believe the everyone should be doing. We should be tracking everything, right? Working with the agents to track their own numbers so they know what their key performance indicators are. They know what their return on investment is. They know what their return on time is. A lot has been said in a very short amount of time of this podcast, and you are the director of growth. Why don't you share with all of the listeners what someone can do or should do to best empower themselves and their teams going into 2024? Um, I, I think knowing your numbers, I think, is the number one thing that most people don't do. They think they're going to have a great 2024. And I ask them, how do you know that? And they can't they don't have an answer for me. So that's one of the first things when I have my one-on-one -on -one clients with ERS, I say, okay, send me your, your spreadsheet because I'm going to take a look at it and I'm going to analyze kind of some things. And I'm able to forecast pretty easily once I have a hold of their spreadsheet. And uh, once we have a hold of their P&L, you know, it, it tells a story that they never look at. And it's so important to know your numbers and to know the numbers of your individual agents too. So not a lot of reporting goes into that. So I, I would say that's the number one thing move, moving into 2024 is know your numbers, be able to forecast them, get a coach, invest in yourself. I think that's the number one thing. It's such a weird thing that happens is people want to look for places to cut costs and they always cut it in the wrong place. They'll cut lead generation when that's super important. They'll cut coaching when that's like the number one most important thing is because if anybody's going to be able to help you weather the storm, it's going to be the captain that's already set sail many, many times and has weathered the storm 10 times already. You know, like I luckily enough, Canada was relatively sheltered from the 2008 crisis that you guys went through, but we had different shifts that have happened. Like there was a massive shift specifically in Quebec in 2012. So it's, it, it's something that I've done before. So it's, get a coach, invest in yourself and know your numbers. I think about uh, Mark Grover. Uh, he was the strength and conditioning mental health coach for both Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. If you guys haven't heard of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they were basketball players <laughs> and <laughs> they were some of, they were the two of the greatest players of all time. They hired a coach. So for anyone that thinks they don't need a coach, um, you probably will never be a goat in your industry. Logan, share with our audience members what they could do to learn more about what group coaching is all about inside yeah. of ERS. Yeah, super easy. Just go to ersdemocall.com. Book your time slot with me. I'll walk you through the whole system. We'll get your agents trained. We'll get you coached. And uh, if you want, we can also attach you with a one-on-one -on -one coach as well to make sure you get the growth that you deserve in 2024. Awesome. There you go. Book your demo call. Um, find out more. Logan will be the person that actually gets on the call with you. Uh, you can ask him questions about his team and or about ERS. One of the things that I think we do that's really unique with our group coaching offering um, for a very fair price, you all of your agents get access to two hours a week of training content that is provided by Logan and his team. So every Monday we have topical trainings. Every Wednesday we have um, dialogue trainings that are for, designed specifically for agents. And then every Thursday we have high level group coaching calls that are led by myself and Andy Cuny. So all in all, you get the, those three hours. And then this year we launched training group coaching for mortgage, insurance, property management, and investing. And so you get access to all of that as well, all for less than 
$1,000 a month, which is insane. Yep. It's wild. And to your point, Logan, we do all that because I have the same mindset as you. I need enough money to live my life and have freedom. But my intentionality, my vision, literally my mission statement of our company is to help people build wealth. And generating income is great. But at the end of the day, I want something that helps people create reoccurring revenue. I know you and I are preaching to our choirs. Uh, we both have that same sentiment. And yeah. we want to help our listeners. There's a reason we give the podcast episodes for free. We want the listeners to be able to ap apply these things and change in their lives. If someone wants ultimate change, you got to hire a coach. And then even beyond that, I'll tease our Powered by ERS platform. We will be going public in January of 2024. Uh, we won't be talking about it right now, but we have a platform that ultimately allows all of our partners uh, that are part of ERS that join Powered by ERS to actually own the, all of the other verticals, mortgage, title, insurance, property management, investing. And that is the ultimate level of coaching is to get to a point where you're actually entering into partnerships. I have never heard another coach in the country talk about partnering with anyone. I've heard of them buying people's businesses and forcing them into five-year contracts, but I've never heard of anyone partnering and not taking anything from their own, the vertical that they're partnering in. And that is another caveat that I will mention is you get to keep your real estate company, your mortgage company, your insurance company. We don't touch it. We don't charge anything um, specific to the success of your own vertical that you've built. We just help you build upon what you've already built. Beautiful. So super excited for all of this. Logan, one more time, what's the link if someone wants more information about group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching? ersdemocall.com. It's just that easy. You love to see it. You, lo you love to see it. Logan, great to have you on. Great internet connection today. Great having people from Canada. We love you guys. Love you too, buddy. Thanks again for having me. Thank you. Talk to you soon.